Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is at the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. That was beautifully read, but we're going to do a different reading. <laughs> but that was really good. My but bad. It, but it was good. It was good. That's great. <laughs> that was probably my fault. No, it's fine. It was, it's God's word, more of it. It's great. We love it. And it, it is all about that. It's all about who Jesus is and that relationship. And sometimes in, in honouring someone, it's not... You know, it's sort of, when we celebrate someone and send them out, it's, it's hard to sort of, where's humility in this and, and you don't want to be proud, but at the same time, we want to celebrate what God's done in and through you guys and actually look at those things that are admirable that we can learn the character traits and the obedience that can inspire us to do more as well. And, and it is all about Christ, which is great. Uh, another reading that, that could have been used in a similar space... <laughs> Um, and I won't read it as well, that comes from Hebrews, and it talks about running with perseverance and, and not getting distracted by the things of this world and, and a, a part of um, you know, preparing for, for tonight and in interviews around making sure that we don't get distracted, we can keep going and talk about some of the character traits so we can keep going with that. So. Good. You good? Cool. Um, let's dive straight into it with the deep questions. Is that okay? Because I just came from seeing, yeah, we're going there straight away. We're not going deep. We're just going stupid. Um, <laughs> the, the, um, <laughs> we just came from seeing Macy, little baby, and, and if you have a look at Yvette's shirt a little bit later, <laughs> um, you can see that Yvette also got to hold Macy after she'd been fed and yeah, yeah. There's something about you and clean. A big hug after the service. Yeah. There's something about you and clean shirts. What, what What's that about? What's about? What is it about the clean shirts? You guys know about it too. Yeah. It's everywhere, isn't it? Like, what is this thing? Oh man. Um. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a really funny question, but it's. I love that the next crew, you guys know about it as well. It's not just here at Yorkie. It's like, it's everywhere. Yeah, but these guys get to like, like I'll share it this morning at 10.30. And it's actually like, it's. Oh. I, I know it's deeper than, than the joke. <laughs> like, 
it really probably does come down when I think about it. Like it, it does come down to like my perception of myself a little bit, and, and probably a bit more than a little bit. Um, and like this this journey of trying to figure out like where I fit and where my worth comes from, and um, so being able to present myself neat and, and clean and in a particular way has been like kind of like a defense mechanism in that. Um, like it seems like a funny thing to be able to be like, oh, like I don't want my shirt dirty. But even that's probably actually even like a defense mechanism as well. Um, but like, I ha- yeah, it's been a fun year this year to be able to like struggle with that a little bit and to be challenged on that and to find that like that's not where my worth comes from um, and the way that I present myself. Um, it's still something I need to work on. Like my mate Dan here, he was in my small group at uni and he was all year trying to be like, at the end of the year, we're going to get you and we're going to buy you a shirt from the op shop and we're just going to get it real dirty. And like, it's going to be so much growth for you. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm still not doing that. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's funny, but like, I still have a lot of work to do in that. So Nice socks, oh, yeah, by the sorry. way. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an ongoing joke that the folder, that photo presentation you saw, that folder was hidden on the, the church share drive. The folder was called Dirty Shirts. Yeah. Yeah, so Reese wouldn't go there, wouldn't touch the folder. Like it, it, and it was a dummy folder, so if you did look into it, there was... You told me to look into it. I did, because it was I've hilarious. I knew it was meant to be for me. I know. So I didn't look into but it. But the staff, we actually spent time finding photos of dirty shirts and putting it in there. It's like... <laughs> And then the best one, I'm just going to hang on to dirty shirts for a while, then we'll get serious. But on Friday, we have this kids program. Uh, there's a few guys here that lead uh, in it, I think, um, called, which is cool, um, after school program. And it's um, designed for primary school kids. And, and at Freaky Friday, uh, one of the kids came in with his younger brother, and Reese was wearing this beautiful yellow, pristine condition shirt, and this little grade two or three-year-old had come from school school with a shirt that possibly was yellow at the start of the day. Um, but by the end of the day, as it progressed from about here down, it just got dirty to this odd shade of brown. Like, it was just filthy. And I was like, hey, Reese, look at his shirt. And Reese was like, <laughs> it was awesome. As long as I don't spill anything. <laughs> shirt. Yeah. shirt. <laughs> what, what I love um, about you is that yeah, there's something that is quirky sort of shirts, but the reason for your shirts you're able to articulate and you're willing to go there, you're willing to go, hey, I've got some stuff that's underneath that I need to work on and I need to replace my insecurities with Christ and I'm willing to do that work. But there's something about that honesty and vulnerability that is like, it's really admirable and it's something that you've also fostered in the youth and in the 6 p.m. service. And there was something about last Sunday night. Hands up, were you here last Sunday night? Like, it, it was a powerful night. Um, like, it's, you know, worship tonight's awesome. Uh, like, God's always here. But there's something last Sunday night about having the youth share those God moments that was just, you could see how your desire to, to look at yourself and go, what do I need to offer to God? What do I need to give up that's that I'm wrestling with for God to fill that space, that you've passed on that, that need to do that into the youth and to see you guys being so open to share that public speaking aside um, was incredible. It's a real testament to, to you and Anne and, and the youth team and what you guys have been doing this year. But there's a, um, 
there's a thing about being in ministry. You've been in here for three going on four years in different capacities through internship and, you know, and stuff. And, and the, um, the stats show that um, globally, it's a global stat, that there's 1,500 pastors a week leave ministry. Globally, not just Australia, but globally, 1,500 ministers or pastors leave ministry every single week. In Australia alone, there's between 13 to 15,000 burnt-out pastors because they they weren't able to to handle either the pressure or they weren't wise. Or there's a, a lot of reasons for the reason they burn out. Um, <laughs> you're four years in, so either you're getting out early because I think five years the average ministry period before people leave ministry. So either you're getting out early or you've actually surrounded yourself with people to keep you going and and I guess share share with us how you've been able to do ministry. Has there been principles? Has there been people around you? What's enabled you to to keep going in ministry st- so strong that we saw what we saw last Sunday? Um, can you share with us what what that is? Um, yeah, it's definitely been like people around me, um, like a whole range of people. Um, I think from from staff here who have always supported me. When I started as like a like a volunteer, one day a week kind of thing, to then like championing me and supporting me to be like on staff where I am um, today, and um, always open for a chat and always willing to take something off my plate if I need to, uh, if I you know don't have the time or just so much going on, and um, so yeah, staff and then and then family as well, always we're always there and. super supportive as family is, but um, that's been really a blessing too, and um, my, my youth leaders, or the, the youth leaders here, um, I say mine, not in like possessive of anyone, but mine, you know, family, um, and then like, yeah, it just feels right to be with the youth leaders here, um, just so, such a great um, group of, of people um, who always um, just pick up anything that I um, throw. Um, or drop, or, or um, they're always just so, because they're so passionate about the youth, um, our leaders here are just so passionate about serving God, that, um, and, and that they just run, they just run after it, um, which for me makes my job a lot easier, um, in that I never have to worry about if things are going to get done, or if, if a youth is going to get missed, um, if, you know, if a youth is going to come on on a Friday night and then leave not being talked to and feeling like it was the worst thing ever. Um, I don't need to worry about that because of the youth leaders. Um, they're just such a fantastic group. And they're constantly asking me how I'm doing and, and what needs doing and if anything needs, you know, if I could use help for anything, and, um, which has been really, really, really good um, and, and has supported me in that. Um, and then um, my, my uni group as well who are here from Melbourne, um, Kamara, which is, which is really cool. Yeah, just be able to go and hang out three days a week um, and just talk church and life and Bible and whatever. And um, for me to be able to go there and put some things down on the table that it's like, well, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then for them to be able to go poke and prod. Um, they've been really uh, helpful and, and supportive and um, I really appreciate that as well. Um, and then obviously Emma, um, you've been a massive support. 
both through well many things, but through the encouragement and um, prayer, and 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 then you can do it still also. But like, no, it's eight o'clock on a Saturday night. You're not going into church to do this or do that or like, um, you know, and and then helping me try to create boundaries and and stuff like that, so we can we can spend time together as as a couple and focus on that. That's awesome, man. And, and it is, you know, it's like when you do it on your own, you're the ceiling to the ministry because you cap out, you know, if you drop the ball and the people that you're supporting aren't supported. You know, when you do it as a team and do it as family and do it as community, do it together, and then the ceiling is as large as the community gets. It just keeps going and going. And that's, that's the model Jesus put together. He did it. And you've, you've shown what that is. I've seen you rally around the young people and around the youth team and the way that you've done community as a part of the staff. Um, and with others that you've journeyed through, I love that. I love that you've allowed people to keep you accountable, um, you know, to, to push back where you've, you've wrestled with the, the theology and even just seeing you journey through, um, through Scripture this year and that wrestle has just been awesome. You've got a, um, just such a hunger. When we've been talking about like a sermon series and we've brought something out, you know, it's been really rich just seeing your learning just going, oh, this joins with this, and this joins with this, and just going, man, does it? Really cool. That's, I'm learning. This is great. <laughs> it's, this is awesome. Like, can you share with us, like, um, just some of your hunger for Scripture? Like, what, what, what has it been like this year, just to, to learn how some of the theological links connect through God's Word? Um, it has been uh, an incredible journey. Um, I think... For me personally, like I've heard many, many times that um, that Scripture is like living word and that it's alive. And like this year, it's like it's really been true for me. I think in, in being able to make those links and being able to connect dots and um, just to see, yeah, how it all really does link together and how now I'm saying this morning. Um, I've told some people this, but like how now reading the story of like Jesus on the water and standing on the waves and storm and then Peter and all that kind of stuff but like with that comes all this other stuff that you can find throughout scripture beforehand about um, you know whether it's in Genesis 1 where it says that the spirit of God hovered over the water um, and then you get this story of this guy saying that he's God just like hovering over the water and it's like oh flip okay Um, and then what that water represents which you can find through reading scripture and being able to dig into it Um, whereas for us today like if I just read it I would go Oh, water, yeah, like you can't physically stand on water. Yeah, like of course, that's a big thing. But like when you actually dig through scripture, like the meaning of that is just mind-blowing. Um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. So so there's been, um, and, and we'll, we'll jump back into scripture a little bit, but there's been, been a lot of learning um, that we've seen taking place this year, you know, part of, you know, theologically, even with your teams and the learning and stuff. And mm-hmm. the other things like being been watching you grow in is is just around your deep, deep appreciation for um, instant coffee. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I hate that. Yeah. Um, is this is this like the t-shirt thing? Is this like there's a, a deeper oh, well, meaning? There probably is, it, honestly. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting nods from my uni dude. Um, I don't know if there is. Like it probably is though. That's the thing. Like I need, I don't know. It probably there probably is. Um, 
no, I just think it tastes gross. <laughs> um, but as I've said all day, like, th- when I f- now think of instant coffee, though, like, um, I don't know, I'd be really careful because I got yelled at the way I said this this morning. Um, um, okay. Instant coffee is really gross, but one of our staff members likes to drink instant coffee, so then when I think about instant coffee, it reminds me of her. But I, okay. Um, so Jenny, our youth <laughs> children's pastor, really like, like she drinks instant coffee. Um, and so, yeah, I think of her when I think of instant coffee. This morning, it made it sound like I think that she's gross and stuff like that, but that's like... I, I may mean, have added, I may yeah, have helped did, with that. Yeah, of course you did. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's really cool, because... Um, the two of us have gone through um, some kind of similar stuff when it comes to our role, I think, in where we've um, gone from stepping onto team and the journey that we've taken and then having to do that um, a bit more solo this year as well, I think, in terms of really growing into our roles. And um, yeah, she's fantastic. A lot of um, the youth, you guys have all like served under her or learnt under her before you came to youth. And um, I think you can attest to like that she's doing an awesome job in her role. And it's been really cool to be able to just walk into the office and just chat with her and um, to encourage her in that and to be encouraged back as well and um, to get that transition between youth and, and, and kids and, um, yeah, to hear stories from her about youth that are leading um, in kids' ministry. Um, yeah. It's a super encouraging thing as well. Yeah, it's cool. You guys work with, together really, really well. Uh, one of the, um, I know this is a little bit out of context, but it, the yeah. heart of it sort of aligns. In Matthew 7, 7, it talks about the, the, the verses around pursuing Christ, like that's the, the theology behind it. Like, but it says, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. Um, but you've sort of gone with that hunger for seeking and knocking to, to you know, you've got Christ, but you want to know him more. You, you want to know him deeper. You, you want to know him, but you've taken that not just for, for scripture itself, but also in different areas of life. Like, like share with us, like, why are you so hungry to learn? Why do you question things so deeply? Uh, and don't just take them at surface value. You want to know the why. You want to know how God fits into it. You want to know where it's going. Can you share that, that hunger to, to learn and question with us a little bit? I think it's kind of a little bit evident what I've already said, like, that there's always a why. Um, there's always a reason for, for things. There's always a reason for why something was written the way it was in Scripture, there's always a reason for the way that I react to something that I hear. Um, and for me, I think I, I don't want to just read something or sing something or believe something. I want to know why I believe, see, and, and read it. Um, I want to be able to own that for what it is and for um, who I am in that. Um, because I think, like, otherwise I can just become like everybody else. Um, we're not all called to be carbon copies of Jesus. We're called to live for him and be his hands and feet. But we're all called to, like, be ourselves in that as well because we're created wonderfully by God, um, and so asking the why is going to really help, um, in my experience, to get to that, to be able to understand it, um, and we don't fully, un- like, when it comes to scripture, like, we, like, the world that it was written in is different to the world that we're in now, so we have to ask questions of it, um, we can't, and, and it's not bad to ask questions of it, I think, like, digging into scripture doesn't mean that you're less of a Christian or that you're failing, um, it means that you're being faithful. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then you're being faithful and that you're um, chasing God. Yeah. I think it's important that it actually helps us go from inherited faith to owning it and believing it ourselves. Yeah. Um, if you were to, like, share that hunger with the youth and, and with the, the congregation, like, here tonight, like, what would, 
what would be the deepest desire? Like, what piece of advice would you give us in and around the, the questioning um, and, and wanting to go deep and wanting to wrestle? I think, like, like, there's a lot of stuff to be said, like, figuring out, like, who we are, I think. Like, I've, I have a deep desire for, for us to all kind of get to an understanding of, like, who we really are and who we're created to be. But then also, I think, um, in knowing what it really means when we um, hear things like saying, like, surrender and surrendering to God and, like, what does that actually look like? And I think that would be one of the things that I have a desire for, um, would be to know what that really looks like when it comes to just everything, like faith. Like, is it, when we say, like, that we're surrendering to God, is it just that we come along on a Sunday and, like, sing worship or we sing worship at home or, like, whatever? Um, and that then ties in with, like, how we then live out our faith and um, it's all connected. And um, so that's, like, probably the deepest desire. Like, what does it really mean um, to be you? Like, who are, like, you know, for, for each and every one of us to know who we are and then, what does it mean for each of us to, to say that we surrender ourselves to God? Um, I think it's such a big, like that word in itself, um, surrender to God or, or surrender is like layers to that as well. Um, or alternatives like love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and mind and stuff like that. Like what is that? If we could really figure out what that meant. Um, I know this year in youth we looked at um, soul being like nefesh and like our whole being. But then again, like what does that even mean? Um, and where does God fit in all that? Um, yeah, like our, um, it, it sounds sometimes kind of harsh, but like one of our lecturers at uni, um, like she says, like, if um, if Jesus died so that we could have a nice quiet time, we'd never end up in trouble. Um, and I think, like, if we could figure out what it really, like, what it meant and what it was for and what it means to surrender to that, um, yeah. the world would be a completely different place. Absolutely. And... and and what I love about your journey, your example, is that you take that and then you put it into action. Like, it's not just about the learning, but it's like, well, how do I live out that learning? How do I take where I am and, and my understanding of Scripture and understanding of what it means now and wrestle with it, but I'm not happy just to sit there. I need to do something with it. And, uh, and we were chatting about some verses um, during the week, and James 2 came to mind. It talks about... Um, faith and deeds and how you can have faith in God, but you've got to live it out. You've got to do it. And the, the verse, uh, for verse 14 in James 2 says, you know, what is it good? What it good is it, my brother and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds, can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes or food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and be well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by actions, is dead. And, and I love that you've lived out that. You've lived out that wrestle. And we've seen, even in the, the church service, like you've, you've wrestled. I remember the time you took communion and you were wrestling with like, but they did communion this way in the Bible and, and I want us to try it this way because I'm, I'm convicted now through my learning and I want us to, to lean into that and do something about it. So you've used your influence to put into action in a really powerful way. Like, is, is there some something you could challenge us with 
for us as a church to continue to take that example and put it into action. Other than just like do it? That's great. Like, that is profound. I, <laughs> like, really, like when you say it, like faith in action and, and, and without Jesus, I guess it's like, it's a little bit, e- like it's kind of easy. It can be easy. Like it doesn't have to be hard. Um, it doesn't have to be hard. Like, I think sometimes we get caught in this thing of like it's easier to love Christians than to love people that aren't Christian, but like everyone's created by God and is worthy of the same love that we are. Um, and so like, it's not that hard. Like, people are people and yeah. they're, they're all worthy. Um, everyone is just as worthy as each other. Um, and so yeah, I'd say do it. Like, just kind of, kind of do it. I, I love like, like a quick story of, it was like ages ago, I think it was, I don't remember, was it the, the Cedars? We talked about it once in like this group, like this small group that were like a, um, like they would pray, but what they would do, like the small group would gather and then they would like all ask for like prayer points, like prayer point time. You know, always do that in small, small groups. You're like, what can we be praying for? You're like, oh, my like cousin's going through this or whatever. And like they'd write it on the board and then they would go back around the circle again and like each person would say like how they could meet a particular prayer point on that board. Um, and there's something about that that I, I, I haven't done that yet. Like, I want to do that. Like, I'm still wrestling with that because I'm not too, like, I'm still trying to put all this stuff into practice because I'm not perfect. But, like, the thought of that is, like, really, like, it's faith in action. Yeah. It's not just saying you're going to pray for something. It's, like, what can I actually do about it? Yeah. Mm. Is there any, anything, like, during your time here, and, and we, saw, we saw and heard some of the, um, the youth, you know, we could see that, the some of the legacy of what you've done in them last Sunday night, but is there a, a story or something that comes to mind when you've you've seen the youth uh, of the church do something um, in your time that just like jumps to mind? It's just like that's what it is. That's it. That's the that's faith in action. There's lots. Um, there's lots. Um, the youth here uh, are incredible, um, and one of them is just to see, like the simple thing of when. A visitor comes on a Friday night. A new youth comes in um, from where they might be from, the, like they might know them from school or they might be someone that has no connection to anybody in the church and they come in and they just instantly, just the, you guys just swarm around them and just make them feel welcome. Um, and it's that thing of not being like, oh, like you don't really belong here. It's like you, like, you guys grab them and you, and you get them in. And it's just that little, like, one of those, like, that's one of the key moments, because it happens time and time again. Um, and it's fantastic, um, because it's, like, that's the start, I guess, of what it's all about. It can be that simple. Um, the, the ripple of effect that, that that has is huge. I actually met with a parent mm-hmm. uh, Friday or Friday week ago, where um, their child had come for the first time, and they were just hovering at the back. And I didn't see them hover, but they're just, like, watching their kid so anxious about are they going to fit are they going to make friends and I met the parent as they were leaving and they just they just said oh so thankful I was worried about my, my my teenager and then this person came along and just gave them a hug and just but like they knew each other it wasn't just that wasn't creepy um <laughs> but but they knew them and gave them a hug and they're just like you could see the ripple effect of that faith in action ripple through an entire family like a parent's now like 
So yeah, another one too is like when we've done events where like we've we've bought stuff and like gone to give them to people and like we've gotten in cars and gone around and prayed about where it could go and um, there's been times when it's made a conversation, but there's been times when it was just like a simple like we felt like we needed to give this to you, so here it is, yeah, and then wow. like. It may have ended there, but that's still, like, the same. Like, it's doing something for someone and not, like, without, I guess, the, like, I'm doing this because I want you to come to church. Yeah. Like, I'm doing this because I, I feel like God called me to, and I feel like you need this. And so I want to help you, and I want to give this to you. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. Is there, like, a memory from uh, maybe, like, youth or the youth leadership team or something that jumps to mind like maybe a funny something like is there a I know there's probably tons but is is there one that you're able to share (laughs) with us that that's like a highlight from your time here at Yorkie one that I can share Um, I can't like there's it's just like it's lots of fun like we just have lots of fun and so I think, like, there are some funny things, but I can't remember some of them. But it's just lots of fun being on the team. Um, that's probably why we, if you're a sibling of a youth leader, you probably hate this, but, like, it's probably why we stay around, and a parent too, um, why we hang around sometimes for so long after youth, because we were just, like, having fun. And we're just messing around sometimes, throwing, like, chocolates and lollies across the room. or, um, And then, you know, as we know, lead, meeting's done, it's time to get some pizza. But um, it's, we don't actually get pizza. But it's just so much fun um, being on the team. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's good. Everything's fun. It's good. Uh, If you were to, like, come back in a month's time or a few months' time or even a year's time and you were to see the church heading in a certain direction, you were to give us some advice to head in that direction, what's that one piece of advice that you'd love to see us pursue? Keep asking questions. Keep asking each other questions. Um, don't stop asking questions. Ask questions of your youth leaders. Yeah. Ask questions of, like, Tim, if he brings a message, ask him a question about it. Um, when your youth leaders tell you something, ask a question. When you read something, ask a question about it. Um, just and, and don't just ask questions to the same people all the time. You're like, ask, just ask questions, but get, get multiple voices, and then, and then just go for it. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Hey, we're going to pray for you, and we'll get M up here. And what I'm going to, where should we do this? Ange, I need help down there, down here this time, because I'm picturing there's not going to be many people left uh, in the pews. But we're going to get these guys um, down here. We're going to lay our hands, and we're going to pray for them. A part of this prayer is that we want to um, release them from ministry. Um, we want to release them from the mantle of leadership that comes with being in a church, that the, the deep pastoral care stuff, that we're obviously not releasing them from friendship because we, we love them. Um, so we're not releasing them from that. We're not releasing them from relationship. We're not releasing them from their tithe. You know, we're, we're going to keep... <laughs> no, no, we will. <laughs> no, we'll release them from that. Um, but, but there is, like, we want to release them from the weight that they carry, and we do that so that they can plug in somewhere else and love um, God's church in different locations the same way that they've loved us. Um, 
So can I invite, you know, staff, friends, team, youth, leaders, um, the, the uni crew that I've been studying with, let's all, we're going to lay on hands on these guys and just pray for them. And if you want to continue praying for them out in the foyer after the service, there's some food there and um, that'd be good. If you can't reach them, put your hands on the shoulders of the, the person close. Make sure their shirt's clean before you do it. But, um. <laughs> Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for what you have done in and through this incredible couple. We thank you that you are a good God. We thank you at this time of year we can remember that you loved us so much that you sent your son to show us what love looked like in the way that he lived, the way that he died, the way that he rose again. Lord, we thank you that Reese and Emily have have been on this huge journey towards who you've called them to be this year. Lord, we thank you for the learning they've done, but the obedience through that learning to put it into action. And Lord, that that looks so different to possibly the way they thought they was going to look in that they've said god we'll go where you want us to go and and hoping that would be here but it was somewhere else so lord in the same way that they were called to minister to here they're following your lead into the next season lord we pray a blessing upon them we pray a blessing upon their household we pray a blessing upon their relationship with one another and we pray a blessing upon their relationship with you lord we pray over the youth of this church we thank you for the incredible team that they've put together. Lord, for the depth of relationship that they've had. Lord, that they have journeyed through the battlefield of ministry together. That they have had the highs and lows. That they've been able to celebrate at the end of the night what you have done in and through the lives of the young people of this church. Lord, we, we thank you for the hunger that they've had, which has just been contagious, to question. To question what we've we perceived, to question who we are so that we can can become who you want us to be. Lord, we, we pray over this a release. Lord, a release from the obligation and the pressure of ministry. Lord, from the things that, that can, we can feel weigh on us because of religion. Lord, we pray a release of these things through this church so that they can plug in to a new faith community. Lord, the same church, just in a different location. Lord, we all follow Christ. And so, Lord, as they follow you into this next season, Lord, I pray that you would surround them with loving believers, that you would anoint them with mentors, Lord, with friends that are on the same trajectory as you. Lord, we pray that they would plug into a faith community where they can serve you. They continue to put their faith into action. And, Lord, I pray a blessing upon the legacy that they leave behind, the incredible youth team. Would you anoint them and bless them into the next season as well? Lord, would we be able to look at the example that Reese and Em have been and take that on so that we can strive to be who you've called us to be the same way they have led by examples through their own lives. Lord, the same way that they have been called into the next season, may we be obedient in what you are calling us to do. Lord, we thank you for what they have done in and through this place. And Lord, while we will miss them and while we release them from ministry, we don't release them from friendship. Lord, we look forward to hearing the updates. We look forward to continue to supporting them in prayer. And we look forward to sharing an instant coffee after the service. Lord, we love these guys. 
And wherever they go, we're with them. And we know that they are a part of us. Thank you for who they are and what they mean to us and what they mean to you. Lord, we thank you for these things. In Jesus' name.